0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim From the very inception of mankind, there was a clash between Haq and batil. Hazrat Adam ala nabina wa alayhi salatu wa salam came to this dunya, and shaitan also came to the dunya. The work of Ambiya Ali Salam was to call people towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Take people towards Jannat. The work of Shaitan was to turn people away from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and take people towards Jahannam. So this clash had started from the very beginning of mankind and by the time of Hazrat Nuh alayhi Salam People were already worshipping idols, so idol worship had already commenced by that time. The ulama explained that how shaitan took people towards idol worship. In surah Nuh, you will hear the words, So these were all idols, Wad, Suwa, يغوث, يعوق, Nasr. The people of Nuh alayhi salam said, don't leave our idols, whatever you do, just carry on worshipping your idols, and don't listen to this man, he's a crazy man. So how this idol worship started was, these people were sons of Hazrat Adam alayhi salam, Wad, Suwa, Yaguth, all these different people, they were sons of Hazrat Adam alayhi salam, and they were very good people, very pious people, upright people. When this word passed away, because he was such a wonderful person, people were saddened, they were grieved. What a good man we lost. So Shaitan, he came to them and he told them that, see, if you'll want, I can form a sculpture of this person. I'll make an image of him, a sculpture. And whenever you will look at that sculpture, you'll remember him. You'll think about him. And you'll remember his good qualities. So he put a very lucrative story before them that, see, this is now how we can remember this man and we can speak about his good qualities. And by that time, the prohibition did not come. There was no prohibition of pictures, sculptures, etc. Like we have got the prohibition now. Now you know already you're not going to even think of something like this. So they were excited, they were happy, he said, go ahead. And Shaitan, he came and he formed the sculpture. And now every time people looked at it, and you know, this man was such a good man, and these were his good qualities. But gradually, as time passed, Shaitan started convincing their progenies that your forefathers were worshipping this sculpture. He carried on instilling these thoughts, and through different ways, until by Hazrat Nuh salam's time, already idol worship was rife. I'm showing you this clash between Haq and Batil, how Batil works very, very hard. And perhaps now they're working so hard like they never worked in the past. Because remember, when you speak about shaitan, one is shaitan got his whole army. And his whole army is in jinns and he's got a whole army in human beings also too. So that's why the Qur'an Sharif says, al-insiwal jinn The shaytans in the humans and the shaytans in the jinnat. So shaitan is not working alone. He's got a huge army with him. And they're working very, very hard to misguide mankind, to mislead our progenies, our children, our grandchildren. You have to understand this. Because only when a person understands these things then he realizes that he needs to take necessary steps to protect his iman. He needs to work on his iman, he needs to make an effort on his iman. So this clash between Haq and batil continued through the different eras. In the time of Hazrat Ibrahim Ali salam, haqq appeared in the form of Hazrat Ibrahim Ali salam. And then batil appeared in the form of Numruz. So where you had, Hazrat Ibrahim a.s. was there, you had Numrud there also. In the time of Hazrat Musa, Haq appeared in the form of Hazrat Musa. A.s. Batil appeared in the form of Fir'un. Fir'un was a powerful, mighty king. That was Batil. He was promoting kufr. He was promoting disbelief. أنا I am your lord. What you listening to? Musa. alayhi salam? I am the superior lord. So this happened in every era, that whenever the haq came up, Batil stood up to oppose it. We mentioned the incident of Hazrat Isa a.s. where the Jews, they tried to even assassinate Hazrat Isa a.s. but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him. رفعه Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taken him up to the skies and someone else was there and the appearance of Hazrat Isa a.s. Was, was placed on that person, some, some, some sort of a, a resemblance of Hazrat Isa was placed on that person, and they thought he was Hazrat Isa and they killed him and they crucified him. But later on, they also realized, they were also doubting, this doesn't look like Hazrat Isa Then in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam came to this dunya, it was his own people, the Quraysh. They stood up against him. Sometimes it makes you think, you know, what they did not do in that time to try to stop Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, the chiefs of Makkah Mukarama, they were the leaders of Makkah Mukarama. Had they only been alive now to see Makkah Mukarama, to see hundreds of thousands and millions of people all flocking to Muk- Makkah Mukarama, all following the religion of Islam, what they would have felt, they never thought. What is going to happen? Because Quran Sharif, Allah Taala mentions, a yutfi unur They want to extinguish the light of Allah with their mouths, but Wallahu mutim Allah is going to perfect His Nur. al kafirun. Even if they dislike it, that is why it is best in our interest never to oppose any dini work. Any dini work that is happening that is according to the Shariah, according to the Sunnah. Never oppose it, because remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is His deen. He will take care of His deen. And the people who will work for His deen, Allah will take care of them. Allah is not going to abandon that work or those people because of our criticism. What will happen is we will be deprived. We will be deprived, instead of us criticizing, let us compliment the Deeny work. Let us try to participate in the Deeny work. Wherever it's possible for us to take part, let us take part, so our name also will be written inshallah in the list of those people who did that dini work. So these people did everything. They did all sorts of things to try to stop Rasulullah. They sent a delegation to Abu Talib, the uncle of Rasulullah, because Rabbi was in his care. They told him that your nephew he is now insulting our gods, our idols. He is disgracing our religion and he is regarding us to be foolish people. He is saying our forefathers were misguided people because Rasulullah Sassam proclaimed the truth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him with the haqq. He proclaimed the haqq. Although the whole community was against him, the whole world could have been against him. But he was not worried about that. If what he's saying is the haqq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the wahi to him. It's based on wahi. So one time, although Abu Talib normally should just dismiss all these complaints, but one time he addressed Rasulullah wasallam And he said, you know, it's becoming very difficult for me now. Because on one hand, I've got all these different chiefs of Makkah, Mukarama, all these leaders of Quraysh, and they are behind me. On the other hand, so Rasulullah wasallam told him, that if these people put the sun in my right hand and they put the moon in my left hand, I am not prepared to leave the mission which, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent me. Either Allah will allow this message to spread or I will lose my life in, in trying to spread the message. But I'm not going to stop. So as I mentioned, all these different types of things they would do, even they would put people on the streets of Makkah, Mukarramah, when the hujaj were coming they knew rasulullah is going to go and proclaim that message so they warning people that was the media of that time you know like how we got the media in this time we just listen to the media we read the media all the lies they tell us we just believe it so that media was that time was they put people on the streets and now the travelers are coming there's one man there you know there's something seriously wrong with that man he's an insane man and he's a liar and he's an imposter and he is creating friction. So they are warning people already. Like how they say now, you know, Muslims are terrorists. And Muslims are like this. And Islam is like that. So that was the media of that time. So they tried so hard to stop people. But remember, the haq has got a natural attraction in it. And no matter how much you try to suppress the haq, when Allah wants to spread the haq, the haqq will spread. When Allah wants to give hidayat to someone, Allah will use mysterious ways to give that person hidayat. So these people also started posing some very, you know, strange types of questions and very disrespectful things they started saying to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So among the questions they posed to him, they asked Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Siflana rabbak, Tell us about your Lord. Give us his description." I mean, "Zahabin Huwa? Amin Nuhas? Amin Sufrin? Is he composed of gold or is he made of copper?" Or is he made of brass? Then there were some who said, they told Rasulullah صلى Tell us the lineage of your Lord. Who is your Lord? Who is his father? Who is his grandfather? We want to know his lineage. So it was because of these types of questions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Surah Ikhlas. قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ. وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ لَهُ كُفُوا أَحَدٌ answering these different types of questions and dismissing all the wrong belief systems that were prevalent at that time. There were so many wrong beliefs. Others mentioned, shaitan worked and worked and worked and he got so many different sects and so many different groups and so many different concocted ideologies and beliefs. So this surah was revealed. Some explained that the Jews, they said, we worship Hazrat Uzair alayhi salam, the son of Allah. And the Christian said, we worship Isa salam, he is the son of Allah. The fire worshippers said, we worship the sun and we worship the moon. And the pagan Arabs, the mushrikeen, the polytheists, they said that we worship idols. It was on that occasion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Surah al-Ikhlas. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the true understanding. Wa